This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 2, Highway to Hell. And let's start it off with some announcements. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Woo! It's my favorite. <laughs> and we hope that you guys are having an awesome time out there partying safely and listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, there's another very important announcement, and that is that character art is finally here. Uh, Lily Dermar has submitted our character art. We've posted it on our Facebook, on our Instagram, on our website. You definitely want to go check it out. It's amazing. I know that we've been talking about it for like two weeks. Uh, it is up and, uh, it is worth the wait. It is so good. I am so proud of our art this time. It is perfect. Yeah. I mean, Zodra alone, she's so cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, you listeners, definitely, if you have not already, go and look at the character art. Just go to facebook.com slash essential NPCs or go to www.essentialnpcs.com. Check out the character art. Take a look. It's pretty cool. We'll wait. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Look at the character art. Okay, now that you've looked at the character art, uh, we can move on in to words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. What's up? This words with the GM is about series six, episode one, The Wheels on the Bus. And since we have a special guest GM for this series, the, the uh, illustrious Ryan Covert, uh, we kind of want to mix up the format for words with the GM a little bit. Yeah, for like two years, you guys have listening, been listening to Tommy and I talk about what we think is the best way to GM. And since we've got another experienced GM here, we want to make sure that you get a different point of view from the stuff that Tommy and I would uh, cover in potentially a different way. Uh, so we're going to thematically pick the brain, <laughs> Halloween, of Ryan Covert. <laughs> so uh, each words with the GM for this series... Addie and I will come up with a question uh, or two for Covert to answer, and uh, and we'll ask him and just kind of see where it goes. Uh, so, Covert, you ready to try it out? Sure am. So, the thing we wanted to talk about uh, today with Covert was about the bartering system in Atomic Highway. Uh if you noticed listening to the previous episode, we'd never exchanged money for goods or services. It was all about trading random items uh, to get what you want. So, Covert, we wanted to uh, ask you to elaborate about how bar the bartering economy fits into the world of Atomic Highway and affects gameplay. Yeah, I really like the fact that Atomic Highway uses bartering because it really drives home the scarcity in the world. Uh, where the value of something is determined by how bad you need it to live. And another thing I think is neat about it in just the genre in general is that it it, it kind of represents like a, the world starting over again, going back to the roots of uh, how people used to trade with bartering and stuff. Plus, when your currency is other stuff, you end up finding uh, 
and carrying with you a bunch of interesting items. We actually, in our home game once, had a whole mini side plot based around a microwave. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, Addie and I were playing in that home game. We found a microwave, and since our characters had never seen anything like that before, uh, we spent like two or three sessions trying to figure out how it worked and what it did. For the longest time, we thought it turned food into other food. Right. Because it had like buttons that were like potato and, and uh, like chicken and stuff. And we were like, if we put something in there, we can turn it into a potato. <laughs> uh, hilarity ensued. Uh, that's something I, I really like about it too. It plays really deeply into the scavenging aspect of the world and you get all this weird stuff and sometimes you use it for story or mechanical benefit. And then other times you have to find ways to trade it away to get something you want, which actually leads me to my follow-up question, Covert. And that is how do you as a GM decide to attribute value to such random objects? One thing that comes to mind is when Bumper went into uh, Jester's shop uh, and offered him samurai armor to trade for some uh, run flat tires. You specifically asked me how colorful is the armor, which was uh, which was an interesting response that that I hadn't quite expected, but made total sense because you would describe Jester as having this very eccentric style that was kind of important to him. Uh, so if the if the armor was what kind of leaned into that, he'd be much more likely to take it for trade, um, which uh, I thought was particularly interesting. But you know, it doesn't always work out exactly like that. So I want to know what your thoughts were as a GM, like when someone's trading something random like whether or not you take it or what you're willing to give them a lot of it's just trying to get into the head of the npcs when i introduced jester i while you guys are talking i was thinking okay why is he called jester he likes colorful clothes he likes crazy stuff that's why they call him jester he wants the most extravagant clothes and armor and everything that he can find and so he specifically would place more value on an armor set being more colorful where other characters might already have more functional armor and might not care for that. Or they don't have anything they want to do with golf clubs, <laughs> for example. Yeah, because there's so much random stuff. Sometimes it's like, how do you how do you know what to trade for what? Yeah. Um, and the thing I like on top of all that is that there isn't the standard value of things. It's not like, well, golf clubs are worth 14 toasters. <laughs> uh, it depends like uh, the, based on like the need of the person. Um, and so it's interesting to me that like any given NPC or PC might want an item that another PC or NPC either wouldn't want or would like totally like fight to have. Yeah. Um, and it's an interesting way of like deciding who wants what and when they want it. Another thing that factors in is I also wanted you to have cool stuff on the beast. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. But uh, uh, I'm also interested in another aspect of words with the GM. Now that we have three people uh, covert, I want to know what your favorite part was of the episode as a GM. That whole deal with no one being at the bus at the same time, <laughs> that was so much fun for me was switching back and making stuff happen and seeing you guys try to react and group up while staying in character. That was a blast for me. Yeah, the timing on it, the comedic timing on it worked out really well where it was like constantly everyone got a moment of getting to the bus and being like, what, where is he or what, where are they? <laughs> uh, what about you, Addie? What was your favorite part? Uh, well, mine is a subset of that uh 
of coverts, and that is a bumper singing to himself wherever he was going. So, like, you know, <laughs> singing while he was rolling the tires. I'm rolling a tire, it's a tire, and I'm rolling it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Just, I, I don't know. That every time bumper is like singing to inanimate objects or like narrating what he's doing to no one cracks me up. Yeah, that, that just, uh, that just kind of happened. It definitely wasn't pre planned. Cover just said, All right, bumper, you're rolling a tire. And immediately I was like, Rolling a tire, rolling a tire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was great because by the end of the episode, uh, Addie actually passed me a little sticky note that said, uh, uh, bumper singing equals great. <laughs> uh, so what about you, uh, Mr. Bumper? What's your favorite, uh, favorite moment? <laughs> My favorite moment was when, uh, Damien realized that when Twitch was touching him and sending an electric current through his body, his puzzle box, uh, started to like, vibrate a little bit and so we got really excited and in the middle of like discussing stuff with uh with the rest of the team he just like like got the brainwave and reached in and pulled out this super high-tech piece of like of like technology and immediately <laughs> uh bumper goes oh maybe we should uh consider renegotiating the price and then like um, like right on the heels of that zone like yeah my life was in mortal danger oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like greedy greedy give it over come on we don't need it come on that's so cool and the fact that zodra uh, alone says my life was in mortal danger yeah I, I mean we bumper had like chastised the other two for um for like trying to help zodra who doesn't need any help and usually the people she's going up against are the people who are in danger yeah and then zodra didn't hear that and then was like it was just a very transparent <laughs> type of manipulation that we had no intention of actually working it was just hilarious and <laughs> and i just loved that both addy and i were on the same wavelength there i, I forgot about that that's pretty great <laughs> But uh, we have another episode to go, not nine more episodes to be specific. Uh, so let's move on in and listen to series six, episode two, Highway to Hell. Enjoy. Howdy. They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was like, real smart, and he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics, history, you name it. When he passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus, or for short, the Beast. <laughs> Ah, this rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely, and more importantly, safe manner. Now, I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep it going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go! They call me Zodra. I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a black came, and the green place started dying. 
So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new green place, and the others staying behind, protecting them that can't rightly protect their selves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how, but way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses, I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. When we last left our group of ragtag people, they had escaped Witherberg after pissing off some remnant hunters. Uh, they made their way out of Witherberg, argued about politics for a little bit, ran into a cat monster, and now are face-to-face with two trucks with their headlights on, shining right at them. As you all turn to see these headlights, you see one of the occupants exit the vehicle. It's a trog. Oh my god, they followed us. Oh no, don't, don't let them see me. Get, get down, Twitch, get back and get down, shh. All right then, 
So let's go have a word with these folks. Or wait, you hide. I talk. On it. Howdy. Hi. It's a it's a male trog. This certain breed seems to be shorter than humans, uh, but bulkier, pretty strong. They don't grow hair either, um, and you can see th- this one has gills. But they're they've they've closed up since they're out of water. Are you guys broke down? Is everything okay? No, just stay here for the night. Um, everything's okay. I don't really. We don't, are not in need of any assistance. Wait a minute. You're the folks that caused all the ruckus at uh, Withersbury. Maybe I am. Maybe I ain't, partner. What's now, to you? That was awesome. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never much liked those remnant assholes. They're always trying to bring us underneath their control. Right, right. We were there trading earlier. Uh, no, no surprise you beat us here. You were hauling ass out that gate. Or what's left of it, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you spread the word. If you want a safe getaway, you get aboard the beast. Well, how about this? Uh, why don't you come stay the night in our uh, in our warrens? Uh-huh. Well, wait, hold on. Where's this at? Well, you're kind of blocking our path to it. Oh, well, I can move out the way. Uh, you say you hate remnants. What do you know about them? They're just tearing ass at us for no reason. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. What's wrong with them? They're always trying to enforce their own laws in lands that don't belong to them. Right, right. Kind of like one person influencing like other people regardless of what they want or not. Yeah, exactly that way. Yeah, like that's not cool, right? You don't like that. <laughs> I mean... Damien, stop squirming. <laughs> Well, I mean, we have one leader, but he doesn't enforce his rules on non-drugs. Well, look, I appreciate your generous offer, but I think we're okay out here. Well, can you move your bus so we can uh, get these supplies back? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Hey, Zoe, you can come out now. I pop out of the bushes behind him. Oh, oh, excuse me, gentlemen. Just a precautionary measure, gentlemen. I'm sure you understand. Oh, of course. I'd be insulted if you didn't. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. All right. Well, we're just going to go ahead and move our truck out here. All right. Um, the offer stands. Our sure Elder Tadpole wouldn't mind guests for the night. Well, uh, how we find your uh, warren? You said it's that way. Just keep heading that way. All You'll right. see the signs. Oh, cool. All right. Cool. And I move the, the beast out of the way. All right, they uh, they wave and they head back home. Y'all take care now. And they wave out the window. You said those people followed you. They they I, seem kind of friendly. Well, they are. I had, had assumed they followed us. It was it was trogs who overran our remnant. Oh, trogs like that, like short gills. N- no, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't get such a good look at them, but. No, they were different. They were different from our, the ones that overran us. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, like, they're from a different place, so, like, they're not the same as all the rest of them. Perhaps. How many different kind of trogs are there? Oh, buddy, there's, like, a whole lot. Uh, it's hard to find two trogs look alike. You travel far enough. You see the taillights disappear behind some of the rock formations. Well, I was just, you know, trying to, like, make sure y'all were safe, because you said they followed you, but if they didn't follow you, maybe, uh... A little bit safer if we go 
stay the night in their warren. Maybe. Perhaps it would be a good idea. Perhaps they have some similarities with the ones that overran the remnant, and perhaps we can learn something about them. What do you think, so? It's probably fine. And if they're going to eat anybody, it's not going to be me. Or probably the big guy. Or you because you're a mutie. So really, we're just li- missing out on Damien. They won't, they're not going to eat you, Damien. Don't worry. I mean, so, they, they, come on. They could. Wait, they like to eat people. Why wouldn't they eat me? Because you shock them. You're, you're electric. Oh. They probably ask you to cook, Damien, before they ate you. Can we please stop discussing <laughs> this topic? <laughs> I'm just trying to be real. <laughs> I, I give it like only about like a like eight percent chance that they're gonna eat you, Damien. We really don't need to talk about. <laughs> you should it. take it as a compliment. Maybe we shouldn't go to the trunk. You look real, then. real tasty. I no, don't want totally to go. go. Please don't. I don't want to. You've talked me out of it. All right, let's take a vote. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. I say we go as your dictator. Yes. <laughs> what? No. Ah, there's no good options. <laughs> All right, we go. <laughs> All right, so you follow the path towards the Trogden, and it's winding, and you, it's, a, it's a bit tight for a bus. If you want, you can go ahead and roll a drive test with Nimble for me. That's one success. Your front right tire goes over a rock, and just when you think it's going to tip over, you land back on all fours, and you're clear. All right! And you see a sign for the Hell's Gate Trog community. This way. What a friendly name. All right, here we go. I continue to drive down the path. Hey, Bumper. Yeah? Uh, on that magical ghost uh, light show, you saw a place you wanted to go, yeah? Oh, there was a place called, like, a supply depot. Well, hey, I, I can't offer much, but I'm pretty strong, you know, from all the years of torture. And, and I thought, you know, since I can't pay you much else, I... I'd help you get there if you wanted to go. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take you up on that. Hell, we can go there. If all of us make it there safely, we can split whatever we find there. I mean, it's a supply depot, which means it's big. I mean, why else will, would they put it on a map, right? Yeah, y'all can have uh, 20%. That's the standard going rate. And then I get 20%, and then he gets 20%. And then we just divvy up the rest randomly to me. <laughs> I made a mistake when I taught her about percentiles. Now she just says that every time. We'll figure it out. It'll be nice and fair square for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Even share for everybody. You all approach the mouth of a huge cave and at the mouth is a giant gate and you see on top of the gate like a castle wall some trog guards and one of them recognizes the beast. I, I pull down the shutters on the driver's side window I lean out and I go, Howdy! Decided to take you up on your offer. Yeah, yeah. They they told us about that. Open the gate. Opening the gate. In the middle of this wall, the gate lifts up, kind of out, and then you drive underneath it. Now, you go into this cave, and it's dark at first, and it's a tunnel, and then it opens up into a huge subterranean open area, and you see torches everywhere, and... You see structures carved into the rock, and you're directed to the parking area for your vehicle. Oh, man, they're real organized around here. This is impressive. I'll drive that way. They show you where you need to park your bus? Well, you see the guy that invited you. He just parked his truck a little further down with the smaller vehicles. 
Oh, you decided to take us up on it, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to kind of take out, uh, check out the community. I never been in a trog community before. It's pretty cool. Ah, well, it's nice to meet you. My name's Suit. I get out. I get out from a. I park the beast. Get out. Come around and give him a handshake. Nice to meet you. Name's Bumper. Uh, let me take you to Elder Tadpole. He'd love to hear your stories. He'll probably give you a place to stay too. All right. Uh, this here's uh my traveling partner Zoe. Uh, and then, uh, new friends, Damien and Twitch. All nice to meet all of you. Welcome to Hell's Gate. It's, uh, it doesn't sound very friendly, but yeah, it but is. Where's all the hell? I didn't name it. Well, let's go on and meet the Elder. So, he leads you all up some spiraling rock-carved stairs to a pretty impressive carved structure near the top of the cave. And you go in, and it's, it's actually relatively well-furnished. Uh, some of the stuff's worn down, but it's definitely cleaner. They're not covered in stains, so that's nice. It's lit by torchlight, and you go in, and there's a uh, larger trog, uh, having lived a pretty comfortable life thus far, and she welcomes you in. Who are th- who are these people, Mr. Soot? Uh, Elder Tadpole, thank you for letting us in. I have some strangers I met that I'd like you to meet. They've got quite the story to tell, and I feel you would love to hear it. Oh, yeah, we do! They roughed up some remnant. Oh, have a seat, have a seat, come in, come in! Hey, what, what exactly is it you have against remnants? Have a seat and have some food, and I'll tell you all about that. Um, she invites you down, and she motions to some servants to bring out some more food. It's mostly fish, some giant cave snails... Um, a third and fourth kind of food. Cave fungus. This is probably the biggest feast you've ever seen, Twitch. I've never seen a feast. <laughs> is that what this is? That would be the word I'd use for it, yeah. No, no, this is just dinner. No need to make a big deal. It's nothing fancy. Now, what does feast stand for? A fat ass educational and safety tour bus? Actually, actually, I I believe that feast stands for food. Eat all, so there, and there's lots of food. Done and done. <laughs> listen, 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 Twitch. They, these people don't like remnants, so I'd like you to eat this food before I eat it. Well, okay. Uh, here, give me your plate. <laughs> I'll eat all of it before you eat it. Well, no, just eat the food on your plate. Then we'll, it's all the same. Then we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I dig in. It's delicious, and everybody enjoys their food, and nobody's poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to finish that? You're eating awful slow. You, you full already? Here, I'll take some off that plate for you. I, I, Thank you. But He's still uh, full from all that electricity that he couldn't handle earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> little car battery just knocks him right out. Yeah, well, actually, that would probably hurt a lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you, you touched a car battery? Oh, yeah. I'm full of electricity. I can't stop it. I wish I could. Oh, how interesting. Very interesting. Uh, a mutation of sorts. I guess so. Well, you were asking about... Our dislike of the remnant enclaves. Right. Actually, when we left our home, it was being overrun by trogs. Do you know them? I don't believe I do. Many trogs have evolved differently, and a lot of them are more savage than you or I. Well, I I hope they're enjoying their new home. I don't. What's (laughs) the matter with you? 
Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I just hope they're happy. I mean, these, these trogs seem pretty nice. They're nicer than anybody at the Enclave ever was to me. You were from the Enclave? Well, we were. <laughs> but then we ran away because it was being attacked by trogs. And <laughs> funny story. I was strapped to a wall. And then I wasn't. You, were you a slave? That would be the word I would use for it, yes. That's just harsh terminology. At least that's what the professor used to say. He used to say I was a, a, a big help around the community. The professor. That's what he used to say to me as well. Oh, hey. Hey, you know about the professor? I sensed a hint of recognition in your voice there. All too well, I'm afraid. If that's the enclave that was attacked, then it might be a related den to ours. The professor's been... Attempting to uh, eradicate the Trog population. We're seen as less than human, despite we, the fact we aren't humans. I like to believe that we have our own rightful place in this world. We uh, all people, person, to peoples. Uh, well, well spoken, Mr. <laughs> Twitch. Thank you. And he'd been conducting experiments on mutants, be they Trog or... Whatever Mr. Twitch over here is. Happens oh, to hey, be. that makes sense. Well, how do you know all this? She uh, pulls back her sleeve, and uh, she's got a very poorly crafted mechanical arm and uh, underneath her giant sleeves, and she reveals it. They were conducting tests to see what weapons would be effective on us to try to eradicate us. I was able to escape just like you have and spread the word. Surely not an... Our enclave. I've never seen any. I've never seen any trogs before we were invaded. She points to Twitch. It's not necessarily just trogs. Yeah, Twitch keeps talking about like being tortured and stuff. Oh, all the time. And and I feel like that that kind of like seals the deal. That that maybe there was some bad stuff going on where you came from. There's a lot of bad people in the world, even in nice places like Remnants, with all those technologies and stuff. The technology's not always used for good, I'm afraid. Uh, about that time, a the door bursts open and runs a uh, smaller, younger trog. And uh, she says, Elder Tadpole! Elder Tadpole, there's been another attack! Oh, no! Another attack? Where? Pickle's gone missing. She was grabbed by the devil. The hell? That's where the hell is! Wait, what? There's another mutant that's res- taken up residence in our caves, deeper in our caves, uh, appropriately named the Devil of Hell's Gate. It's a giant mutant abomination that's been feeding on us ever since taking up residence. Before, it's only been one or two attacks per year, and it had just been accepted as normal losses, as we cannot always afford the manpower to deal with it. But they've been turning up to one or two a week. That's rough. Maybe you guys should, like, relocate or something. We have nowhere to go. Don't you see? This is one of the monsters of legend. We must help these people. We must defeat it. Oh, wow, that's, like, real altruistic of you. Um, you talked about caution before. Do we really want to, like, get involved? Seems dangerous. No offense or nothing, but don't you have, like, guards or something? Have you tried to kill this beast thing before? Oh, well, I shouldn't use the term based monster. We have attempted before, but it uh, it knows our scent far too well, and we often get ambushed before we even 
make it very far in, or if we make it too far in, it's very smart. So you say your scent, you mean like uh, Trog's scent? So like if not Trog's went down there, we'd have a better chance of helping out? Hey, we're not Trog's. Yeah, we human. Yes, it might not immediately recognize you as an easy meal. Well, your people may have told you something about me. I'm the driver of what's known as The Beast, which is the badass education and safety tour bus, and it sounds like this here place ain't got too much safety right now. I'm willing to offer my services and the services of my crew here. What would you take in exchange? I look over at Zoe. What you got? We have some poison distilled from mushrooms down here in the caves. Uh, could be useful in your journeys. We also have plenty of food that we can provide. Yeah, at least three new types that I've never tried before. Sure. It's a really easy bar to hit, don't worry. Do you have any batteries? Batteries? Yes. Hey, I'm a battery. Yeah, what do we need a battery for? It'd be nice if Twitch didn't have to do it all the time. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Yes, he does have to carry my kayak at occasion. (laughs) I'm afraid we don't have a battery we don't have much electricity down here, unfortunately. That's that's why we have the torches. That is a great disappointment, but perhaps one day, though you may be somewhat misinformed, you seem like a kind people, and perhaps one day we can bring you the light of batteries. Oh, that would be greatly appreciated. We can we have plenty of food and water down here to trade as well. Yes, of course. Basic supplies are always necessary, no matter how advanced the civilization. Yeah, um, water? Oh, yes. It's, I wouldn't drink all of it, but it requires some distilling beforehand. But it's, there's plenty down there. All right, you let us resupply. Maybe take a look around what you got. Yeah, it seems like Zoe's down for it, and she's usually the hardest to convince to do stuff like this. Yeah, we want 20%. <laughs> of the water in the cave? No, like, think about it like, it doesn't, it's too big of a sample size, Twitch. I'll, trust me, I'll teach you about percentages later. Okay. <laughs> How about we get a good night's rest and all, and then maybe we can see what we can do about this here devil thing. Capital idea. That would be great. Uh, unfortunately, we're not great fighters. We're far too small, and we look large, but a lot of that's just insulation from... The cold depths of the caves. Oh, hey, we're not asking you to jump into any monster's mouths. That's our job. Well, thank you. Yeah, Zoe's about like the best fighter i ever seen. So, like, we can probably take care of this real easy. I can't, I can't, look, so I, I can't, I know I keep looking and it's not, it's rude. But, like, that arm is real shitty. You want me to see if I can patch that thing up? She looks at her arm. I, I mean, mean, it's like functional, but, like, it's not nice. I could see about, like, fixing it for you. Yeah, of course. Kind of like a down payment. Wait a second. This is going the wrong way. Yes. Oh, well, I'll do it anyways. I can't can't stand to see a machine that's just so shitty. <laughs> well, I would be insulted if you didn't just offer to help me, so that would be much appreciated. Thank you. All right. I'll see what I can do with some scraps and see if I can make her arm a little less poorly put together. Yeah. Go ahead and roll understanding and tech. All right, I got two hits. After dinner, Bumper, you begin working on her arm and replacing rusted parts and uh, rewiring it so it's more efficient. 
And her arm moves much smoother and actually doesn't hurt her anymore to use. And she's very appreciative. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know too much about like prosthetics and all, but like gears is gears, you know. So like, hopefully that works a little bit better for you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. No problem. You just remember that after we come back covered in devil's blood. She nods and smiles at her new arm. All right. Well, I'm gonna sleep in the beast. I don't know what other accommodations they have, but I prefer to sleep in the beast. Uh, she directs you towards an inn. They have beds that they actually imported from other towns made out of straw. Uh, relatively comfortable, considering everything. I cook them. Yeah, you, you lay down the bed of straw and you start smelling smoke. Mm, that's the way I like it. <laughs> A little flame burst up by your head. Mm, nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper sleeping in the beast. You're about to catch on fire. Damien, how are you t- taking to your accommodations? So much more comfortable than that blasted metal seat I've been sleeping on in the bus for so long. But nothing can compare to the soft cotton beds of the conclave. And Zodra? I'm in my hammock, but um, in, in the beast, obviously. That's where I keep all my knives. But I did want to just chat with Bumper for just a quick second while he's dozing off. That's the best time because he's not real paying attention yet. Going to sleep. Gonna fall asleep. Any second now, gonna fall asleep. Hey, Bumper. What? Okay. So here's how I see it. We have been conscripted to travel across the world in order to save it with maybe 20% plus extra for me which I'm okay with, you know, we're getting paid. But then we're going and getting water, which, you know, for this travel across the world thing, real good. Um, but uh, but I, I'm not really super happy about this whole, like, let's go. We just volunteered and we don't have, like, basically, Bumper, I'm concerned that you've forgotten that we... We're, we're mercenaries slash a travel agency. <laughs> right. You do the mercenarying and I do the traveling. Right. But then you signed us up for some mercenarying. Right. Oh, should I have let you take point on that one? Well, so there's this like thing where like it's like, oh, we have to do it because it's the moral high ground. But I don't believe in that. So like if we could just you know, be more like choosy instead of going and fighting monsters because they're eating some trogs, which obviously aren't paying attention, then, like, that's not real a problem. Right, but, like, they have stuff. Right, but, like, nothing that we can't get elsewhere. Well, they got food, they got water, and they, they got to take care of these cars somehow. Well, just in the future, I'd like to be consulted as head of mercenary. Right, you're you're 100% right there. It is your department, mm-hmm. and in the future, I will respect your authority in this matter, and I will just divert to you whenever anyone tries to offer us something that has nothing to do with travel. I appreciate my, my position and you respecting it. Well, you know, Zoe, that's how it works here on the base. Yes, it does, Bumper. I retire to my, my uh, hammock and try to scrape off the blonde hair and see if I can make it brownish. In the picture on the locket. <laughs> it's getting late at night. You're attempting to color this in. It's real quiet. It's real peaceful. Mm. 
As you fill this in, you hear a, a crashing and some screams. Hey, Bumper. Ah, <laughs> turkey feathers! I think we are needed. What? Why? Where? Grab huh? your stuff. Oh, hell. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go get the remnants. What are they? I mean, the big guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I rush out to see what's going on and make my way towards the inn where Damien and Twitch are sleeping. There's no monster whatsoever. Instead, before you see raiders pouring in through the mouth of the cave, looks like there's about a dozen of the first group that come in and they're making their way down and crossbow bolts are flying out. Now, oh, man, how clean are these raiders? Not. Good. I like that better. All right, I'm going to go get I'm going to go get a, a Twitch and Damien. All right. See what you can do. I hold them off. I go running. All right, so some they they come down into the city square where your inn's located, and uh, they start to branch off. I start picking them off with my my bow. All right, make right. your attack. Okay, with a fortune, I got two hits. All right, so the two of the raiders break off and go to spread out into the city to cause havoc, and an arrow lands in the throat of one of them. And they fall back dead. Cool. I'm going to continue to shoot until I engage them in melee. All right. Uh, Before you do that, Bumper, you were going to go get the other two? I can't go over the door. Wake up. We got trouble. Oh, okay. What? The Raiders attacking the town. Get your shit. Oh, all right. Either get to fighting or get to hiding. Go. (laughs) Well, I sprint out the door, swinging my chain over my head. Uh, I uh, take my crossbow and I say, uh, well, uh, I suppose it's the, the good thing to do. And yeah, I'll I... twist it and all that. Run! <laughs> a raider's a good thing or a bad thing? Bad thing! Okay, I'm gonna hit him. All right, you run out to the street. There's a group of three right by you. Well, I'm swinging my chain over my head. I, I'm going to try to just swing it in a wide sweeping arc to knock them all in the head. So you're swinging your chain around. Yeah. They see you come out. Two hits. Giant chain strikes the raiders in the side, and you just see them collapse almost like a rag doll as the raider hits the ground. Who wants some? Damien. I load my crossbow, and I, I've i never shot this before, but I try to take aim at the, the large glob of them, and I shoot one. Maybe. <laughs> All right, roll your attack. Two hits. As you, as you reach, I imagine a shaking hand out, you pull the trigger, and the bolt goes flying. And almost in slow motion, you see it enter through the temple of one of the raiders below. Oh, my God. <laughs> as, he, as he slows down while running and falls. Uh, uh, great job there. You killed one. You murdered a man in cold blood. Bumper, you, you recruited them. What are you up to? Well, all right. Was there room in the, in the second store floor? Sure. I, I want to, like, look out the window and try to figure out what these raiders are after. It seems like a... A real big place for 12 people to attack, to, like, destroy? Seems more like they might be after something, and I want to see where they're heading. It looks like that group's heading up towards where Elder Tadpole resides. All right, okay. Another large group is begins to descend down the stairs. Oh, like a second wave? Yes. 
Oh man, that's real bad. Um, how long would it take me to get to the beast so I could go chasing after those people nearby the tadpole place? It'd take you probably about two rounds, depending on how fast you go. Yeah, I'm gonna sprint like I got hellfire on my ass and hop in the beast and gun it and try to drive up that way towards her place. All right, you're in the middle of the square currently. Zodra. Yes. They return fire. All right. I was imagining I was on top of the beast. What'd you get for your defense test? Three hits. All right. So you shoot the first guy. He hurriedly levels his crossbow and fires at you. It goes a bit wide, and you're safe for now. But you also see more of his buddies coming down the stairs. Uh, You also see Bumper hauling ass from the end. Twitch. I'd like to pay two fortune for a minor plot tweak oh. and see uh, Soot just running by as uh, as I uh, crack this uh, raider in half with my chain. I see Soot running by and I am struck like a bolt of lightning with an idea and I I intercept Soot and I I pick him up in my shoulder and I'm like Soot, hey, where's that abomination you were talking about? Oh, it's it's down deep. It's way down deep. Hey, do you think we can lure it up here? You and me, together? Knows your scent. And, and so it looks around at all the chaos going on. Get rid of one problem, at least. All right, let's try it. Whee! A run down deep. All right, you start making your way towards uh, the deeper depths where all the pools of water are. Damien, you're... They didn't see you. Uh, <laughs> they did take notice that their buddy went down, and they're looking around for the shooter. Well, I, uh, having seen the arrow pierce through the, the skull of a man and having him fall dead, I'm sick to my stomach, trying to hold back vomit as I level another arrow at one of them. <laughs> Go for it. Make your attack. Two hits. You uh, level a still-shaking hand, and it pierces the eye socket of his friend. Oh, good lord! He doesn't die immediately. (laughs) That's so much worse. (laughs) He he falls to the ground, yelling in pain. Oh my god, what have I done? What is right in this world? (laughs) Everybody's got a sob story. (laughs) Zodra. Oh, they they shot back at you. What do you do? I ain't that hard to find as I am laughing gleefully um, and shooting more arrows until they are close enough that I can jump on top of two of them with my knives. Are they close enough? Can I land on sure, top of them? Sure, they're close enough. I would like to do that. All right. I, I stow my, my bow and arrow and I pull two of my favorite knives out of uh, my bandolier and jump uh, down a flying leap. I will spend two fortune to attack two people and uh, attempt to dig these uh, beautiful knives into the uh, the crux of the shoulder and the neck of uh, two of these very fine raiders. Go for it. Your first one? Five hits. The second one? Three hits. The first one, you almost sever their head. You hit with so much force. Uh, but the second one does exactly what you want it to do. But the second guy isn't quite dead. He's going to counterattack with his tomahawk. All right. That is 
three hits. Well, the shoulder that is wielding the tomahawk also happens to be the one with the dagger in it. Mm, unfortunate for him. He doesn't quite uh, have the ability to swing at you currently. Bumper. Yeah. I you, guess I guess I don't have to worry about Zodra. She just jumped off the top. Yep. You saw that happen. You are right by the beast. Keep it up, Zodra. I hop in the uh, in the car. I'm gonna go take care of the elder tadpole. <laughs> That's the spirit. I, I gun it. I'm gonna try and barrel on through town, up the hill towards elder tadpoles. It'll cost you a fortune if you want to get that rolling right now. I do. All right, you you start making your way towards center town, towards Elder Tadpole. If I, I mean, if there's any raiders in the way, I'll run them over. Make a drive check. That's two successes. Most of them get out of the way. Most of them. One. He'll, two. Feel a bump as you hit the front one. They all, and a couple bolts uh, hit your truck. You just see them poke through the armor. Gonna take a lot more than that to hurt the beast, boys! <laughs> And you gun it. Damien, you hear the door in the inn open up. What do you do? I peek my head out into the hall and see. They're kicking open doors and looking and dragging people out. And if there's if there's somebody staying in there, they're robbing them and butchering them on sight. I, 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 I knock my hand on the wall very loudly and I say, Halt, Cretans! What do you want from us? All your stuff, hand it over. What right have you to all our stuff? I shall tell you, no right, probably. You have no right. An arrow flies at your face. Oh, I dodge, yeah, I dodge, yeah. I, I duck back inside my room and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> Two hits. You you see this raider level is crossbone. You duck right back into the room as the bolt slams into the door. <sighs> Go away! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I'll do just that. Really? <laughs> you hear the crossbow cocking. You lying bastard. I'll get you for this. And oh, I'm trying to climb out the window. <laughs> I'm real scared there, bud. You hear boots walking towards you as you are about to scramble out the window. Twitch. Well, I'm, I'm waving soot around, try, trying to attract this beastie. Hey, beastie, look at this delicious smelling trog. No, sorry, soot. I, I, I'm not going to let it eat you. C- come on out. Come on out and, and, and play. I got a fun group of playmates for you. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be great. Trust me. <laughs> All right. You wave... You wave them around at the mouth of this cave, and you hear a very deep, not even a growl, a rumble. Uh, I'm starting to think this wasn't as good an idea as I thought it was. Well, I, I, I go into the cave anyway. And you see a pair of red eyes. Well, all right, I'm going to try to entangle it with my chain. All right. <laughs> Just roll a normal melee attack, but instead of damage, it will bind the creature. That's what I want. Okay, I'm going to spend a fortune for an extra success here for three successes. Your chain wraps around this thing, and it, uh, despite its size, doesn't seem to be able to get its way out of the chains. And it's it's fighting against it. Do I see what it looks like at all? It's kind of hard to tell All right. in this darkness. Sodra. I am surrounded by 
these raiders at this point. There's more coming in towards you, but they're also a little scattered because a bus just drove through them. Right. If any of them look particularly susceptible to death, I would like to attack that one. Sure. There's one that's uh, that's just getting up off the ground after... Cool. He he ain't going to make it to his feet. I throw my spear at him. <laughs> All right. Throw your spear. That's um, six hits. <laughs> He's pinned to the ground by the spear and stops moving. Cool. I threw it underhand because it looked cooler in my brain. <laughs> and it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck to the ground. And you've pissed his buddies off. Bumper, you're still driving? Four. Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're driving down the center. And uh, if you'll make a drive test with Nimble for me. Uh, two successes. You managed to run over a couple more while you uh, tear ass to Elder Tadpole's place. Go. Go, 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 go. What are you doing, Twitch? Uh, well, uh, my next move is going to be a crazy one. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, run along the, the sides of the walls of this cavern and swing on my chain onto the back of this devil with with soot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a nimble or even muscle. I would really appreciate it if it could be muscle. Sure, it's muscle. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right, that's five hits. You hop on its back. All right. And you are now riding this thing. Can, I would like to, to light up my hand as it crackles with electricity. I want to say, hold on, sir. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch this thing in the back of the head with my electrified fist. You do so. Damien. Are the raiders still rushing in? Yeah. The next wave is a little further off. The only one that knows where you are is the one going coming to your room currently. Well, I leap out over the window and start running to the gate to try to see how they're possibly getting in. All right. I'll have you make a nimble and athletics. For jumping out the window? Yes. One hit. All right. You make it out the window. Uh, you're able to slide down to the next window, catch it, and then slide down and ah. land on your feet ah. Ah. Mm. Mm. to the gate <laughs> and then you take off towards the gate Sodra yeah they're returning fire at you I dodge I got two all right it misses you it goes wide all right now I'm going to spend a GM fortune to make increase the hits on this one second oh, one I'm second attack yeah I will spend my last two fortune to decrease uh, my opponent's success as I have only two hits. The next arrow misses you and it goes right by your head. You actually feel it cut a little bit of your hair. Excuse me, what now? <laughs> who who did that? I uh, pointed him or her. I'm equal opportunity. They're androgynous. They're wearing a bunch of gear. You can't tell. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper, you've made your way to Elder Tadpoles. All right, did I beat them here? Yeah, they're still following you, though. All right, perfect. I'm going to, if there's enough room for it, I'm going to park the beast right in front so they can't get in. I'm going to reach in uh, right behind my, my driver's seat and grab my uh, gear mace, which is basically an, a part of an axle that I dipped into a bucket of concrete and metal, and then I broke the bucket, and now I just got concrete and metal on the end of a giant pole. I'm going to jump out into the street, swing it around impressively, and be like, get the hell out of here with your shit. 
<laughs> this one of you want to crack spine or your head knocked off. They kind of slow their run to and to a walk and uh, look at you, kind of amused, and you hear some of them laughing at you. I swing around and I point it at him. I'm like, bring it! Twitch! A burst of electricity hits the back of this abomination and it takes off out of the cave. We're riding now. I'm going to try to steer it with these chains into the largest group of raiders I can find. Listen, buddy, I know it hurts to have electricity coursing through your body. I know, but... I think you can do some good for this community, you know? You, you've taken so much, now it's time to give back, all right? And take care of these raiders. It doesn't know what you said, and but you're pulling really hard on these chains. I am also <laughs> doing that. Uh, if you want, just make a straight-up muscle check. Uh, four hits. It's, it's, half, it's half struggling with the chains and half trying to run away from you. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, Damien. As I as I'm running up to the gate, I hear this. I hear the noise of some terrible creature behind me, and I turn and I look, and I see Twitch atop some sort of figure. But I would love to know more about what it looks like. <laughs> You've done some research. Yes. Perhaps. Do I recognize anything about it? Yes, actually, you do. Uh, go ahead and roll understanding and either lore or zoophenity. Two hits. You've read some research journals from expeditions that had gone out into the wilds, and these things are commonly known as abominations. They're basically twisted hulks of flesh. No one really knows what their origins are, but they're extremely strong, extremely pissed off, and they come in different varieties. They have diff- they mutate similar to how humans do. This one has great horns and armored plates on it, where others might spit acid. For a brief moment, I'm extremely impressed that Twitch is controlling this thing. And then, recalling the dire situation I'm in, I turn around and run very quickly towards the gate. Your knowledge of how fearsome this thing is gives you a burst of speed, and you have the gate in sight. Sodra. Yes? You got uh, three more coming in on you. All right. I would like to use my spear that is stuck into this um, former person and uh, and uh, use it as a vault. So I flip into the air uh, and as I land, throw it again at that horrible thing that snipped my hair. Uh, that is three hits. All right. Your spear flies through the air and it's... Hits the next guy right in the chest. You still have two more on you, and they're going to go ahead and attack you. All right. That's four hits. I'm going to spend GM Fortune, and a club hits the side of your face. Uh, Six damage. I'm half dead. (laughs) Uh, Bumper, you got a whole bunch of guys coming towards you. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. I go in, and I spend some fortune so I can hit two of them with my giant fucking mace. (laughs) All right, go ahead. All right, that's two on the first one. All right, you you hit, and it kills them. Yeah, I got 11 damage on this thing. Where there was once a head, there's now paste. That's one, here goes two! Not feeling as confident about that one. I'm going to go ahead and spend one of my last two fortunes. Give myself two successes. All right, that's two down. Three more to go. All right, I knock off a head of one, cave in the chest of another, and I turn to the remaining three and I go, you go on again if you don't want to end up like your friends. 
All right, make an intimidate roll. Uh, you can use muscle or tenacity. I got one. They look a little concerned, but they're not backing down either. All right, then let's do this. First one, it swings a similar weapon to yours. Uh, the mace appears to be made out of, instead of dipped in concrete, it just has uh, what looks like gears and parts of signs and stuff to make flanges. I got one success. It connects with your leg for five damage. That ain't no thing. You're tickling me. <laughs> the next one. I got two successes. Funnily enough, the impact from the first one actually saved your life. As the uh, buzzsaw axe comes down right by you, and then the third one is swinging at you. One success. They're not even able to get close enough because the other two are swinging in, stumbling over each other. Twitch. Do I see any clumps of raiders around here? You actually see Bumper fighting off a big group. No, I mean like a big group. Like oh yeah, they, they went off. They went off around to go raid. I would like to stop them from doing that. Okay. So I would like to point my abomination at them and give them a, a little jolt to kind of have them bull rush into this crowd of raiders. It lets out a giant roar and it takes off and it's still trying to struggle with these chains. Damien, you see the gate. It looks like they'd uh, blown it open because instead of opening towards the outside and up, it's it's smoldering and the door has a pretty imperfect hole in it. Uh, I scan the area and I look for the debris that I can use to patch the hole up. I mean, are there, there are any coming in right now? Because if there are, then I hide and wait till they go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks clear for now. It looks like there's just, uh, they have an encampment outside. Not, so not necessarily a camp, but uh, kind of a staging area outside. Excellent. Then I seize my chance and I gather some debris and attempt to patch the hole. All right. It's just a man-sized hole, so it's easy enough to patch up. Make a understanding and tech. Two hits. All right. You're able to close it up. And as you do, you hear some shouting. Hey, what are you doing? Get that gate back open. This gate is sealed to trespassers. Go ye away from here, you evil doers. Uh, would you make a notice roll for me? Uh, I would like to spend one fortune to add a success so that I have one success. <laughs> <laughs> you notice one of the mounted uh, repeater crossbows they have up top has a dead trog sitting in it and slumped over. Well, if there's one thing I understand, it's everything. And I look, I uh, find a way to get up top of the uh, battlements and attempt to arm the crossbow. You'll be able to do that next turn. Zodra. Yes. You have two pretty nervous looking raiders right by you. I um, draw my knives out and go boop. <laughs> All right, make an intimidation roll with, you can use either, well, actually, I'll say you can use your nimble because you've demonstrated your abilities. 
All right. I would like to point out that I am absolutely splattered with blood um, and smiling like a small child on a holiday where you receive a gift. (laughs) Uh, That's four hits. They look terrified and almost trip over each other trying to run out, and they take off running. All right. I'm going to start trotting after the beast. All right. Bumper. I got these three fellas closing in on me. And then I, I see, I see Twitch, my good old friend Twitch, has decided to kill two birds with one stone, as it is said. Or in this case, one abomination and many raiders. <laughs> Looking good, Twitch. Bye. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, try and dispatch one more of these three fellas on me then. You may do that. Three successes. He parries it with his... Uh... He's got a, it looks like a table leg with a bunch of nails sticking out of it, and he parries it away. All right, when I see him able to stop the giant concrete axle that I am swinging at him with a table leg, I go, so, 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 As loud as I can, so hopefully she can hear me over the din of the battle. I can. I want help. (laughs) (laughs) Twitch, you're on top of this thing. Yeah. So remember when I rolled before we went to Damien? I, I remember that. It grabs you and throws you into the group of raiders. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it continues to charge. Oh, good. Well, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, I I yell from amidst the raiders, Oh, wow, look at that thing. We should focus our energies on that. (laughs) They can't hear you because they're focusing their energies on that. Oh, good. I'm going to get gone, I think. Yeah, Uh, go ahead and get gone. I think I'm going to... I'm going to go run and help Bumper and uh, escape this uh, impending carnage. (laughs) All right. Uh, You make your way towards Bumper. (laughs) I'm coming. Also, check that out. (laughs) You see bodies flying as as you see this giant quadrupedal beast with with hand-like claws just grabbing and biting into raiders. Um, You see them start to scramble off, and it's chasing them. And they start running towards the gate. Damien, you're on this turret. No one seems to notice you. Well, my clothes are drenched in the worst sweat I've ever experienced. (laughs) And my hands are covered in black adhesive. And my hair is covered in dust and straw and blood. And I smell all of this. And then I push the dead trog off of the seat of the turret and I pick up, how big are these bolts? They're about like a broomstick. Well, I pick up one of those broomstick-sized bolts and I attempt to load it into the mechanism. You do so. And then I would like to spend two fortune to have a minor plot tweak so that I have some oil and a flint. And I put the oil on the arrow and set it on fire. And I point it, I point it at the sort of settlement that these dastardly raiders have constructed, presumably out of some sort of wood, and I aim it at them, and then I fire it at them. I fire it at them. And also I yell, go home and read a book! Go ahead and roll understanding and shoot. I want to see how much things explode. Two hits. Beautiful. Yes. 
You hit one of the, what appears to be a water truck of sorts. Turns out there wasn't any water in it. And it goes up into a great ball of flame, uh, spreading to some of the other vehicles. Um, Roll a notice for me, please, while you're up there. One hit. The only man you didn't see flinch was a individual wearing a motorcycle helmet and some what looks like biker leathers. And he's got a smiley face painted on his motorcycle helmet. He has his arms crossed and he shakes his head and he shouts some directions to one of the other guys and appears to uh, hop into one of the other vehicles. One of the other raiders that he commanded goes off to what appears to be like a command station and starts letting off the siren. Everyone else in the city, you see the raiders hear the siren and start retreating and heading back out. Some of them being chased by a abomination. They notice that the gates closed off and are hacking at it desperately to try to get out. And this abomination barrels into the previously sealed gap and uh, has, has one of the raiders in its mouth. And all the rest of the raiders are trying to pour out around it to get to the trucks. And the abomination continues to chase because it's very mad because it just got shocked a whole bunch of times. <laughs> well, who did that? And as you guys look around, you see a smiley face on painted on the armor and on the helmets of these raiders. Yeah, you better run! <laughs> oh, my leg really hurts. Huzzah! Go back, you evildoers! Hey, what happened to Soot? I left him on the back of that abomination. Or did I? Did he fall off? I hope it fell off. I thought you had him with I you. swear to God, if you ever do that to me again, I'm going to kill you. Oh, well, I, I won't do it to you again, because it looks like it solved the problem the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that was some pretty quick thinking there, Twitch. You are like on top of that thing, riding it like a, like a rodeo house or something. It was great. I don't know what any of that is, but thank you. That was good. Hey, Zo. Hi. Got a little blood on everywhere. <laughs> oh, most of it ain't mine. Ah, right, cool. Hey, those people didn't seem very happy for all the smiles they had on. Yeah, people usually aren't. Actually, I don't trust many people that smile. Present company excluded. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shout down from the top of the battlements. Did you see? I did it. I drove them off. I heard a big old fucking explosion. Was that you? That was me. Well me. done, Damien. Thank you. Damien Balchris to the rescue. <laughs> uh, you hear you hear some of the uh, settlers, some of the trogs, start chanting, Yeah, Damien, 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 Damien. I, I do a little kingly wave to them from atop my tower. <laughs> yes, good people. Now you may all read books in peace. I resist the urge to shoot him with my bow and arrow. I'd vote for him. <laughs> you see a uninjured, but a little shook Elder Tadpole come down. I saw you parked the beast right in front of your door. No, not at, not at all. Thank you so much for saving our town. You're welcome. You got rid of two threats at once? Yeah, I gotta give credit to Twitch on that one. Well... But uh, honestly, it was Soot that did it. I don't think the that abomination would have wanted to eat me, but it sure, it sure as heck wanted Soot. Well, while I don't appreciate you endangering the lives of one of our citizens, I guess he turned out all right. 
Oh, he'll only kill me if I do it again. That's good to know. Part of the reason we were down so many people was those raiders, Hellion's crew. Thank you so much. I don't think they'll be coming back here for a while. We can. They've been hitting your town a lot? No, they've been probing it, trying to find a good time to attack. And I guess with the devil increasing in activity and becoming more bold, they kind of just both became more aggressive, feeding off each other. Well, now they're feeding on each other. Yes, and hopefully they won't be so bold next time. You're welcome to stay as long as you need and help yourself to any food. And also uh, access to my personal bathhouse to wash up. Holy shit. Oh, thank the Lord. What's a bathhouse? <laughs> well, I'm going to show you, Twitch. It's going to be great. <laughs> I hope those uh, chains are rust resistant. Well, I, I've worn them for my whole life and they, they still stay shiny. Oh, man. You've had a hard time of it. Have I? <laughs> uh, so she, your your wounds are tended to. Uh, you're given an even better place to sleep within the elder's house, and you're given opportunity to bathe. It's interesting with Twitch trying to bathe, considering. Uh, okay, I think I got to do this alone. Yeah, I learned he, that one the hard way. <laughs> yes, uh, he's shown how to how to take a bath, and as he gets in, everybody else jumps out. <laughs> Hey, this is great. We're just going to go ahead and let you have some time there, Twitch. You let us know when you're done. Uh, after I am done taking a bath and cleaning up, I'm immediately going to start working on the beast and cover myself in grease again. Uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, but I got some no-flat tires I need to put on this thing. And then, I don't know if anyone's feeling particularly gracious or I can make Zodra make them feel a little more gracious. I'm going to see what parts I can get. To keep upgrading the beast, because it is a work in progress, my friend. Oh, can we salvage the raiders and all the things they have? Could be things worth trading. That's true. If you guys would like, as part of a reward, or what you can find on the raiders, I'll let you roll on any table except military. All right, well, I'm definitely going to roll on automobile. Yes, there's scraps outside from when Damien blew up. A... This is one hell of an explosion, Damien. Holy hell. I got lucky, I suppose. Nah, man, don't sell yourself short. You kicked some real ass today. Good job out there. You're a good wastelander. And I give him a punch in the arm. Ow! Wow! <laughs> it's a sign of friendship. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't like it either. You'll come to grow on it. <laughs> Do they have a library? <laughs> There's a library table. Sure. Maybe they, they have yeah. some sort of... They have some records and stuff that they... All right. One. You're able to find a book that actually interests you. It's a love story, a romantic novel written by a Herman Tudge. <laughs> excellent, excellent. The more lore I can gather, the more stories I can tell, the more light I can bring to this poor, impoverished world. I, I'd like to roll on industrial supplies... I will roll on the farming table and uh, and uh, receive or scrounge up, really, uh, 300 feet of chicken wire, <laughs> which I will happily help Bumper wrap around the, uh, the beast. Now, you want to know this is perfect. I roll on the automotive table and I got four canisters of, of body filler. So let's go ahead and patch up this here beast. It's got all this beaten up, rusty paneling underneath this armor. 
Let's put some chicken wire on it and put the body filler over the chicken wire and patch up some of these holes. All right. You you point. Uh, I'll do. Yeah, you hold it right there. Make sure you don't, like, breathe in too deep. This shit's kind of toxic. Hey, uh, I, I found these these cans. I found these five cans, but they say something on them, and I, and I don't know what it says. What does it say, Damien? Well, it says pint thinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we can use that for something. <laughs> Oh, hell, you can trade that real good. People with that, see, like a lot of times when people steal stuff out here, uh, it's very easy to identify because of the way it's been painted. Use paint thinner, get the paint off it, put your own stuff on it, like, I don't know, the beast. And then people don't know that it belonged to someone else. Mm. Take away identifying features is what they call them. I was going to drink it. Oh, don't do that. I'm not 100% sure about how your anatomy works, but I'm going to go ahead and guess. Don't do that. (laughs) Yo, Damien. Yes. You want to give me a hand here? Absolutely. All right. So I don't know how much you know about cars and all, but... I know a lot about the idea of cars. All right. That's pretty good. All right. So I need you to, like, watch how I do this one panel, and then you go over there and do it on that panel. All right? We're going to make this thing great. <laughs> I see. Let's let's give it a shot. All right. Just, uh, just go ahead with both of y'all roll. Uh, understanding and tech. Yeah. I got two hits. I also got two hits. All right. If you get the same, it's better, right? (laughs) (laughs) You guys uh, take advantage of your opportunity to stay put and rest up, and you use that time to fill in some of the rust and holes within the beast, and you now lose your decreased toughness on the beast. Ah, this thing's a beauty now. It sure is. And having saved the town from raiders... I believe that's where we'll end this session. All right. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.